and welcome to Business 300. My name is Philip Kulenshoff and this is 300 Seconds About Business. We're all a busy people, so I have five minutes or less to get my point across. Man, time flies, doesn't it? And it flies even faster when you're listening to Business 300. Here we go. There's one question that every man must face. One question every man must answer. It's not that dramatic, but drama does make things interesting. So there you have it. One question. Do I have what it takes? Do I have what it takes to do this job, to be a husband, a father? Do I have what it takes to be a business owner? As you answer this question for yourself, I have a few grains to add to your mill to help you cope with your imposter syndrome anxiety. Some consultants and business authors say you should only do that which you're the best at. Do that which nobody else can do as well as you can. But the reality is that we're all just one minute faction within a complex world with many different contributors, most of whom have much more to offer than us. Some of us may be destined to be the best and the greatest at something, but most of us are doomed to mediocrity. Sure, on your downtime, keep trying to unravel what it is you can do that nobody else can. But not doing anything except what you're best at can be unnecessarily incapacitating and, frankly, in the way of feeding a lot of hungry customers. We don't clip a bird's wings if it can't be the highest flyer. If you want a chance at winning, go play. G.K. Chesterton said it much better. If a thing is worth doing, it's worth doing badly. So the answer to the question does not have as much to do with our talent or our skills, or even what we're the best at. In the context of a business owner, the answer, I believe, swims in other waters. The average business owner lives with his back pressed against the wall. He does not win every battle. In fact, most of them he loses. He is usually not the smartest or the best in any room. Proverbial scars and broken bones, many self-imposed, are plenty in the business community. But a business person telling you his story of past failure can look back and reminisce about the reason for every lost strand of hair only because he is still there. A business owner that has what it takes is the one that has taken many hits, fallen to the ground, and stood back up again, taking one more inch, ready for another hit. A business owner's core strength is typically not found in winning. He finds his strength when he has no more strength left in him, when he has taken the punches, weathered the storm, and feels that he has nothing left in him to keep going. At that dire time, he finds that he has what it takes when he does keep going. A business owner that has what it takes has the willingness to persevere engraved in his DNA a commitment to finish the race that he cannot shake off, and a tenacity to take another punch if it gives him another inch, especially so when it looks like there's no hope. It might sound like I'm promoting some sort of self-confidence. Let me put that concern to rest. I'm not. We're all losers. The person who believes in himself does not belong at the reign of any organization. As, again, Chesterton put it in his profound wisdom, the person that believes in himself belongs more quickly in a lunatic asylum. Self-confidence is not an antidote to defeat. It's the poison. What I'm talking about is the simple discipline to persevere, to not give up, 
to keep trying different solutions and keep churning over different stones, to keep talking to more people and keep asking more questions. I'm talking about the discipline to keep pressing forward. You might need to close this business and open a new one to keep going, but the business owners who were business owners were not defeated because of a lack of knowledge, skill, or talent. Rather, it's the lack of perseverance that took them out of the game. All of business is a game of chicken between you and the current problem. So, who will flinch first?